Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens. When the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. Thanks for joining us for another episode. It's been another lovely week in our lives. And so, Lamont, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am coming down from the Halloween slash anniversary uh, festivities um, between, I think uh, my anniversary is about five days before Halloween. So it's always this push and pull battle between finding adult time to just be my wife, be by myself. Sorry. Be with just my wife and spend some time together and then funnel back into the trunk or treats and the actual Halloween festivities. So kind of exhausted, but how about yourself? As tired boss, as tired today uh, at the time of this recording, it's actually election day. Mm. And so it was like five 30 and I hadn't voted yet. And I was like, you know what? My vote don't matter. It'll be I. Right. I'm tired. I don't want to. I don't want to go to the polling location. I kid you not. I swear. Then I was like, you know what? My ancestors. I am living my ancestors' wildest dream. Get your ass up and take your ass around the corner and go vote. Like I voted in every election since I been 18 Hmm. simply because like somebody had to get bit by a dog somebody got killed somebody had a fire hose just so that i can vote and if you really think about it for those who kind of understand biology like i've been around since my ancestors because i was in my mom my mom was in my grandma my grandma was in my great great grandma and so on and so forth so at some point someone within my lineage didn't have the opportunity to go vote so I took my tired ass over there and voted. I voted. Damn it. <laughs> Wasn't no line. Because see, November elections, unless it's a presidential election, be dead. Like the lines are non existent. Like it wasn't no line. Really? In. You all didn't have a big no line? line? Wow. What um never. So we normally um we did ours, we did early. And so I wonder if that may have affected it. We saw the lines for early were packed. We went uh, Friday and I mean, initially we thought it was going to be like a 30 minute trip. It took about an hour and a half. Uh, oh, y'all tripping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh y'all tripping. Yeah. It, it, man, it took me, I was, I left, I looked at the clock at 530 and was like, polls closing a half hour, go on and get get your shit together right 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 so i put on some crocs like y'all i wasn't matching my shirt didn't match my pants my pants didn't match my sweater and i had on crocs with no socks i just slipped them on i'll be back y'all mm. where are you going going to go vote i got over to the boat the the agent the little polling place mm-hmm. and got back in my car it was 5 47 
Really? Wow. No. Boom in, boom out. Boom. Yeah, no. Ours was not that. As a matter of fact, the place we had the early vote is the same place that um, I got married at. The name has changed, mm-hmm. but we had to go there. And when I tell you the line was out the door, like, because you remember, like, it has the front door and it has the two ways it splits off. The line was all the way outside into the parking lot. So I was like, all right, people are really, you know, they're really out here. Now, I don't know what the what it was like today since I work from home. I did not see outside until after, what, five? Because the kids were out of school. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I'm tired, y'all. I listen. My energy might be low. My might be mighty low. Feeling mighty low, boss. But let's get you some confessions. I'm gonna jump into our first confession. All right, let's get it. All right, this was a short and sweet and quick. It's titled "I've been secretly recording my colleagues' conversations at work." Recently, my work has had to lay staff off due to financial issues. This has caused some people to come forward, not in my area, and take severances offered. So some people are being told they are no longer, they no longer have work, um, and it has caused a huge source of drama and gossiping. I've been putting my phone in the staff hangout area secretly on record uh, while I'm busy elsewhere. Later in the day, I find talking points and listen back. It's been fascinating i've been mentioned but not exactly uh bitched about it's getting a kick out of hearing people's conversations so i want to repeat what i just read in that i am putting my phone in the break room and recordings recording people's conversations ain't shit safe dang Wow. Um, yeah, man, that's that's not. Um, man, that's that's a tie chili. Initially, is my first instinct that I'm I'm judging you. Like nothing in your story indicated that there was something that you were afraid of in regards to yourself. There was nothing that you. Other than almost having like, um, I guess the word would be voyeuristic, tent like actions here. I didn't see, I didn't catch anything else in that, and it warranted it was short and sweet. But it just came across like you were just being voyeuristic and you wanted to invade people's privacy. There was nothing else there. Like even if you were talked about, if they were saying it in the break room as it is, that's a public space. Um, for you to record in that public space like that, you know, that is, it's just messed up. I don't know how else to, um, even approach that. Um, you know, it, it does make me wonder, you know, what is the possibility of that happening? Um, you know, just out and about anywhere, you know, cause it's, I mean, you don't even have to use your phone. There's recording devices that are, you know, small enough to fit on the back of a chair or, on you know uh uh smoke detector or anything that you can just put so you know it makes me wonder you know what the possibility or probability that that's happening to people all over wow i i, I too agree with you that it is a tie chili like I, I 
Like, dude, first of all, I wouldn't even want to put my phone someplace and I might find it and steal it. But that's mm. just me because I'm just that's the that's the niggris in me. I will say, like, I ain't leaving that. I'm locking my door. I don't know what y'all talking about. I ain't eating that. It smell funny. Mm. Who made it? Mm. All those all those things are the same for me. But uh, yeah, I am absolutely judging you because, yo. So like, if you really want to get the gossip, this is what you do. <laughs> I, this is not a plug. I'm sorry, but I'm just helping the people out in the in the ether. Thelayoff.com. So if you're in the U.S. and you have a, a large company or something of that nature, you can go and public, like, uh, anonymously post all kinds of stuff specifically about the organization in which you work at. So, like, when layoffs are coming, you can go there and people can post there. So what I would do is like post a cra- a few crazy posts in the layoff.com and then start asking people, hey, have you ever been to the layoff.com? Go check it, go check out whatever what happened at so-and-so. Like just go check, go read it, go read it. All you have to do is people will start reading it and then they'll post, but they'll be anonymous and then you'll get all the dirt. Mm-hmm. So just help out some people right there. If y'all going some through some shit, the layoff.com post some absurd shit then start like but make sure it's days apart like make it don't be stereotypish about it don't be like post three things in a row like you gotta build up right get a couple of days make it a good piece of juice make it enough to not identify but enough to identify like whoa that could be so-and-so or (laughs) so-and-so then wait a few days do it again from a different account then wait a few more days then you start to be like hey have you ever Hey, Lamont, have you seen the... There's mm. a link. <laughs> Boom. There you go. That's how you get the gossip. Just just give people opportunities yeah. in a space to be anonymous. I know that sounds real petty, but work gossip is good gossip. I ain't going to front. Because, like, I think there needs to be an understanding. There's a real difference culturally for black people at the job that I don't think is really well understood. Like, we are literally brought up and taught that, like, you don't hang those those ain't your friends mm-hmm. no, that's not those aren't your friends nobody at that job is your friend so you shouldn't be telling anybody anything about your personal business Facts. let alone in a break room anyone could overhear i'm just saying granny would not be uh, uh happy with that behavior at all but we don't we are taught from the beginning like you don't make friends at work so those people who you or standoffish or don't speak up a lot they might be the life of the party at home because we are in, indoctrinated in those ain't your friends they ain't your friends that's not Man. your family they, so anyway but all that to say it's a tie chili i am judging you you shouldn't be recording people's stuff but i feel you don't getting good gossip though because a good gossip at work it the good gossip especially when you know it's true <laughs> like hey you Y- y'all know good gossip is like ah did you did you see that man i man and i'm an executive at my organization i can't gossip <clears throat> i can't gossip it's toxic as shit mm. so i sometimes i have to be careful about my candor and my transparency um but gossip is basically telling anything without a solution Mm. So I, I I try not to gossip. I, I I make it a point of not gossiping. Sometimes it's hard because I want to look at people like Father Mucker. 
But and my company's way too small to be going on a glass door. It very. I, 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 let me look at this uh this IP address out of this state. Damn it, I know who it was. We only got two people in the whole state. Mm. What are these two motherfuckers? So yeah, okay. Uh, Lamont, what do you got for us for your confession? All right. My first confession is titled, I Pavloved My Girlfriend. My ex used to use a specific shampoo. And over time, I noticed that every time I smell the shampoo on other people, I automatically think of her and this got me planning. For my current girlfriend, every time we got down to business, I put on a cologne that I saved specifically for those times. No matter how spontaneous the action was. I found the time to put on a puff or two of this perfume secretly and then continue. After we've been going on for a couple months, I began to do tests. I put I put this perfume on when casually walking into the kitchen past her and just sat down in the living room. Soon enough, after a couple of minutes, she got here and initiated sexy times. Sorry, I just think that term is funny. Sexy times, I think it's hilarious. Um, now I use it occasionally. I'm very careful not to overuse it so it doesn't spoil the effect when I want to get her going and it works well enough. My favorite is putting it on before going out to a public place and watching her get super worked up and unload at home. That is amazing. Hmm. If if you're going to have to path love someone, I think that's amazing. I think, I think that's amazing. If I, I think it's a bell pepper. I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't tell my girlfriend, only because that would ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we probably do unconscious behaviors anyway. Like, we all have unconscious behaviors that we do with our significant overs over time that like we don't even think about. So like, I, I, I actually think that might be a tip, y'all. This might be a new show. This might be right. Uh, pick a tip. Like Ugh. you all might want to that. Just start small, like, and make it smell good. And then, I, listen, and the reason, I guess the olfactory uh, sensation that smell, your what you can smell really brings home memories. And I'm loud, sorry. Um, it, it brings home memories. But there is this cologne. Not the same thing. Like, I, 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 I hope I haven't gotten Pavlov back in the old days. But there is this one cologne every time. I remember one time uh, getting on a um, a charter bus. I don't know where the hell I was going. I, I haven't gotten on so many charter buses, y'all, with all the traveling with school and stuff back in the day. But I got on the bus and I smelled it. And like as soon as I smelled that cologne, I looked left and right, like who, who? And I had to say, who got on da da da? And the guy, like, oh, hey, 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 hey. but I. I'm sorry, that was my uh, interpretation of it. It was me. Like, he just felt like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I hated that I had to give him that. Like, because, but I, I reckon that, that, that story made me instantly think about that time. Mm-hmm. This made me instantly think about the person who wore that cologne all the time. Mm. But it is a very, very beautiful smell. Like, that's brilliant. Like, shit, that's a tip. Yeah. I might, I might. Yes, I, hey, that's a bell pepper. We out here giving out marriage tips and relationship advice, and <laughs> go spray some cologne on that funky ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, so to me, it's a bell pepper as well. 
I think it's a great tip, but it actually made me think of uh, a video or two I saw where these guys were talking about their wives, um, how they kind of knew when their wives were wanting to, you know, I guess as they're using in this confession, sexy time, it would be based on what she was wearing to bed. So if the wife came to bed and her hair was wrapped up or she had her bonnet on, she had the longer night uh, nightgown, he knew it was a no-go. If she came in with like the short shorts, you could see the cheeks out a little bit. He knew, all right, she was ready. But if she came in, there was like a middle outfit. There was like a middle outfit that was like, hey, listen. And it, like there was like a little text bubbles that would pop up for each one. Like when she had the gown on, it was like, don't you dare try it. The short shorts was like, oh, you getting something tonight. And the other one was like, listen, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it with these clothes on. We're going to have to move some stuff over to the side. And that's what it made me think of. And I was like, hmm. I started thinking to myself, like you said, I was like, have I have I ever been Pavlov before in this instance? Like, am I aware of, you know, that type of situation? So now I have to think about it. That's pretty interesting. I never it, put two and two it together. It is interesting. Like, I know. Now it makes me want to do it. Like, hey. But, you know, you gotta. it's got to be the right scent. It's got to be the... See, s- strong smells give me terrible, terrible headaches. Mm. Uh, and so I'm very limited on like even perfumes and colognes. Like I, I, I can't wear any. Uh, I remember, I remember being pregnant with my oldest, and my husband was not allowed to wear anything because it all smelled like hot garbage mm. soup. It was just like, oh. Mm. So it's got to be the right smell. It's got to be the. Hmm. It's very interesting. Uh, that actually was a. Uh, I don't know. Pavlog that one, y'all. <laughs> Pavlog. Pavlog your folks. Mm. Tell, tell them what's up. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to jump into the next confession. Okay. This one's titled, I cheated on my boyfriend while he was in a coma. Bam. I'm, well, I, listen, you might have the right. I mean, after six years in a coma, okay, I'm just joking. I'm 25. <clears throat> I've always had a sky high libido and my boyfriend finds this aspect very attractive we've been together for three years he says what i like and find he says what i like and find sexy is that you don't look like the usual trashy woman you look sexy in a very classy way and nobody would expect you to be like this and you look uh you look some well i'm sorry you look i want to repeat that you look sexy in a very classy way and no one would expect you to be like this. You look like some asexual tiny Barbie who'd, uh, who'd make you wait six months, but you suddenly turn into this something very different privately. So basically she's a freak in the right. sheets and a, and a woman, woman in the streets. On the streets yeah. Or something. Anyway. Just to make it clear, I don't have any weird kinks and I only have uh, no, very normal sex, but I just happen to have a high libido that is as high as the Empire State Building. Okay. Last year, he was involved in a car accident. He was in a coma and he had brain injury. He had a brain injury and other injuries. During those months, I really wanted to have fun. Again, I have a high libido. And without him, I was just starting to feel uh, sexually attracted to random men. I contacted a guy on social media, a former high school classmate who used to have a crush on me. He was happy to hear from me, and I cheated on my boyfriend while he was in a coma. 
Every time I look at him, I remember what I did. I feel sorry. I imagine how I'd feel if my partner cheated on me while I was fighting for my life. It's pretty disgusting and brutal. I'd like to tell him uh, he deserves better, but I'm very important to him. And it just hurt him if I told him the truth. I mean, I love him. I'm just, it was just meaningless sex because I happen to have strong urges. This doesn't change the fact that I love my boyfriend and that it was meaningless fun. Man, listen, I never thought we would have this type of discussion on this show, but it is what it is. Um, If this was, if this, if the roles were reversed, it's something I, I've seen and heard enough to where people would be like, you need to have more self-control. I've, I've, it's been a running thing I've heard that men should have self-control. They shouldn't be like dogs. Da, 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 da. Listen, I'm not here to say that I can um, medically classify anything about her libido or anything like that. I have no, I have no expertise there. However, Your partner being in a coma and you go and find someone who you know had a crush on you, someone from your past, someone who has some type of connection to you, and that's the person you enact this with, is is crazy to me. I'm, I don't know how else to paint that. Um, I just mean like, okay, if your libido's that high, I feel like there's other options. Maybe I'm being judgy, but... I think you should tell him. Um, I think partly you might be afraid to tell him because you might be afraid you might lose him. Um, and I mean, fair. Um, I, I, I believe that people tend to guard themselves against things they don't want, even when they are the ones who make mistakes. They'll try to explain away a reason not to put themselves in that position. Um, but as far as our ratings, yeah, man, I'm I'm judging you. It's it's a tie chili for me, mostly just because dude is in a coma. Um, I'm not saying that your needs don't need to be met or something like that, but I feel like there's and I, and obviously I know that you cannot have had the conversation with your partner before to go, hey, if you're ever in a coma, I'm not gonna be able to hold off. Like I get it, that's just not logical. Like I'm a married man, Vicky, you're married. I don't think. I would assume you've never had that conversation with your husband specifically. And I know y'all have had a lot of (laughs) funny conversations, but the coma one does not come across to me like, hey, just in case, I'm just saying, if you in a coma two, three weeks, I'm going to need you to get up out of there because two or three weeks, if I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to. So it's just, that's that's a lot to me. It's a tight chili. Hmm. So, okay, I can look at this from two lenses. As I put a piece of candy in my mouth. Um, I can look at this from two lenses. Mm-hmm. First, yo, like you, you, he's in a coma. Like it, it, it like don't, this is a reaper. Mm. Like if you want to save your relationship, you can't tell nobody you did this. You can't, you cannot, I can't. Lamont, hey, I cheated on Anthony. Okay, that's bad enough. Like that in right. itself is bad enough. While he was in a coma, that's soap opera stuff. Yeah, like I can't tell you that because, like, even if I had a justification, like you know, we um, 
he told me I could like, cause that's a, that's a good justification. Like whatever. Like he said I could as long as he wasn't in a coma, but I did it anyway. I don't know. I'm simply saying that is a very short timeline and you probably, I don't know. I, me personally kind of judging you because it's like that's a very short timeline and a coma is not an excuse you can use a toy but hey do you now if you want to res- keep your relationship yo you can't tell him that you can't tell hey remember you had that brain injury and you were in a coma in the bed i was in a coma i was in a, a sleep coma after that, you know that's wild as shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I put somebody in a coma, like, you know, like my mm. cookie. Like, it, you can't tell somebody that. I, I don't think there's a way to tell somebody that and maintain. But here's the thing that I think is true on her, this person's defense. I honestly believe people can have sex casually and they mean nothing. That I agree with. I, I absolutely think people can have sex and not have it mean anything whatsoever. And I'm not putting a judgment on it because we live in this, this, we live in a society where people are highly criticized for their sexual beliefs and behaviors. Like if, and I think that if y'all had an open relationship, that would be fine, maybe. Mm -hmm. So like, I I get that people can do that. I'm not saying that you should, it really should be within the bounds of your relationship. But since it was not within the bounds of your relationship and there's no nice way to say I slept with someone. Uh, and the thing is, if she said he was in a coma for years. Right. I, I, listen, I ain't got it, y'all. Y'all bell pepper. Right. Uh, he was in a coma for a year and a half. And then then Charlie, he used to stare shirt lockers with me. You know, I knew he liked me. I let Charlie rub on my booty. And then one <laughs> thing led to another. Right. Cool. After... I give you six months, but you can't, your brain can't still be swollen and you be in the bed. But, pe- but people do it. Men do it to women when they're having babies in the hospital. Like people do it. That means you shouldn't tell anybody. Like I don't, how you tell somebody, mm. how you tell, remember you was over there getting your chemotherapy, man, I was blowing someone's back out. Like what? That you can't. Nah, that's wild some as shit. shit. And the thing is, I some of y'all, I probably described some shit that y'all going through. Like, oh, damn, that's exactly what I was doing. Mm. It could have been a distraction for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have not. Again, I'm being honest. I wouldn't tell. I, if I were you, you take that shit to your death. Don't you tell a motherfucking so. I am absolutely judging you because, yo, he was in a coma. Like, I feel like you did it after, like, I feel like the doctor said he's in a coma. Then you went to the broom closet and fucked someone. Like, that Mm. is what I'm imagining, which is probably far worse than what it really is. But that's what I'm imagining. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. You, get over here. Mm. And I just start hunching something. Not hunching. But (laughs) I do think it's also true that some people do not see sex in the same way that we, most people do. Mm -hmm. Like, we hold it as this, this sacrament. And not everyone sees sex as a sacrament. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it really is a masturbatory age. She knew some kid who would rub on her booty and she used him as a masturbatory aid. And I know that's that's not okay either because she used that other person. Right. Um, and, it, you know, and maybe how she gets rid of stress and maybe how she deals with things. And maybe she has some type of like nymphomania. 
Like at least she didn't say I screwed my husband, my you know boyfriend while he was in the coma. Like she didn't like just climb on him. And, I, I and mean, the tubes. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't See, <laughs> yeah. Don't I mean, you're right. I, See, my, my thing becomes just like you said, like with the guys who, when guys do it and their their woman is given is pregnant and giving birth. I don't I don't really rock with any of it. But like you said, it's it's different shows for different folks. I totally get it. But I think for me the hang up becomes um <clears throat> if if sex is something that we can just be like, hey, listen, what we do here with me and you is this outside of us doing it, it's over here. But my main point on why I initially said it was like when dudes do that, dudes will talk about Oh, their sex drive and their libido, you know, like a what well, I heard somebody talking about like what a low sperm count is like five million or some crap like that. And I'm I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but nonetheless. I'm like, all right, dude. I've heard dudes use that as an excuse. Like, man, I have so much, you know, I'm just I'm just ramped up. And I'm like, well, cool. If that's the case, then tell the person you're with that that's something that you're gonna need to do whether they're involved or not, and then let them handle it accordingly. Warranted, she couldn't do that because he couldn't respond. That'd be messed up if she was like, hey, mm. listen, if you cool with mm. me cheating, I'm going to lift your hand up and you keep it up if you're not okay with it. Just speak up. I, hey, if you want me to stop, just stop, just say no before I get to the door. But he's hey, in a coma. He that's, that's, that's so know, messed that's up. That's so messed up. Just speak up. Well, at least she didn't do it in the room he was in. That would have been wild as shit. She went to the broom closet. I I know what you're saying. What yeah. what I feel like you're saying from uh, is the quote unquote right thing to do. The quote unquote right thing to do is to always be honest. But I we live. I lived in this phase of my life for forty plus years of black and white. Mm-hmm. Everything was there was a right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't even see black and white anymore. Everything is gray, and it is. And and maybe there are men who, men and women who have high libidos that don't want to control their libido like i think that's the thing like we have this ideology that we want people to behave a certain way but they don't want to control their libido but they also want this person so the right thing to do is give everyone the option and first y'all i'm gonna tell some of y'all unmarried people out there i would tell you what there's somebody out there that will do what you want them to do if you were like, listen, I only want people who raise the toilet seat up on the third Tuesday and only eat Captain Crunch. There's somebody out there that does exactly that. And that's what they're into. Like you, you might not like the way they look. I like, you got to pick your poison. Like you, you got to pick your poison. There's somebody out there that is into and will do and let you do all you want. Like there's somebody out there like, Oh baby, I was in a coma. When you was in a coma, I, I got me some. It's okay, baby. I'm yeah, sorry. Get I wasn't on. available. There's some men who like to watch. Like, find your thing and your person. So I'm not going to kink shame. Right. But I know why. I but I know what happens. I know how relationships start, and I know that people change and their needs change. But it, their desires and wants for their person doesn't change, and so it becomes selfish. People become selfish, and I. I I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I, I think it happens so often. I, and I think I've witnessed so much stuff over my little lifetime mm-hmm. that it's not always black and white. It's not mm-hmm. always this one thing. But in, in all honesty, it's still wrong. Like, it's still like if you're going to do something dirt, just be honest about the dirt you do and keep it moving. Let them make the choice. Uh, let them make the side if that's what they want to deal with. But if I were you, young lady, don't tell a motherfucking soul. Take that to your deathbed. You can't. I couldn't tell. How I tell somebody that? How I tell. I, man, you know when my husband was in a coma, I I called somebody. From, first of all, I went to an all-girls high school. So that's, that's even different. <laughs> but I called somebody from high school and had them fill on my booty. Mm-mm-mm. While he's in the coma. I ain't shit. I got kids. You ain't shit. <laughs> Don't tell nobody yet. Don't mm. tell nobody yet. What's your uh, last confession for tonight? So my final confession is actually a does anybody else. Does anybody else feel they want to be choked out just to see what it would be like? Being choked for some purpose. I like being choked while having sex, but now I kind of want to know what it's like to be choked until I pass out in a non-sexual manner. I don't know why, but the idea of someone I know and trust, whether friend or partner, putting me in a choke code, and then I'm waking up on the floor fills me with the idea that I'd feel alive. One of my friends had brought up that it may have to do with some mental health stuff, but I've always been an adrenaline junkie, skydiving, crowd surfing, etc., And maybe I just don't associate passing out with adrenaline rush. I guess my question is, does anybody else ever have this feeling and or an explanation as to why it may be happening? Wow. Like I, I, I never wanted to be choked out before. Like I don't, I don't, and I never see like what I want in my life. Like I've watched wrestling forever um and now that i know it was fake but like in my head i thought that was real i won't get choked out i don't want do you know people die from that like i don't want to talk about some of the deaths that people have experienced from being choked out just to look these are not ex we had cops killing innocent unarmed black men in the streets by choking them out you want some amateur ass person just to put their arm around your neck until you wake up on the tile after being blacked out you have good friends in your life Cause your good friend said that's a mental health issue, and I I think there's some uh, you need to check that out. Mm. You, I I'm concerned. Like it's it's your truth. It's uh probably it's jalapeno. I'm probably side eyeing you. Cause like I don't know why. If you had said you wanted to be choked out and it was sexual, I would be okay with it. Right. But you want to be choked out for fun? I'm not. I can't. I can't support that, dude. I can't support it. Like if you getting off on it, I'm here for it. Like you know, go to your auto erotica asphyxiation. Go mm-hmm. do that. Like I'm. I, I ain't never tried it, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never tried it, but I would. Mm. But I'm just sitting at the coffee table. And then, like, y'all just yoke me up and I just fucking on the floor when I went. No, nah, nah, player. That's a jalapeno. Like, mm. I'm judging you just because, like, I don't know. What are, what are your. Do you fantasize about getting yoked? And you tall as shit, Lamont. Somebody's got to climb a ladder 
we gotta we gotta climb a ladder like you're gonna die because they're gonna have to hold on to you for quite some time you have mm. to sit on the floor mm. if you sit on the floor and then we can start ch- nah nah because then nah. the again the only way that i'm going to approve of this choking is then through audio erotica asphyxiation like that, yeah, that erotic asphyxiation sexual. yeah yeah that thing it, it I don't know why that seems like it's okay and like just plain choking ain't. Maybe that's just something wrong with me. What are your thoughts? Well, let me start by saying no. I've never thought about it. Um, it's not my. It's not my thing. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, um, I will say it's it's funny that she's clearly escalating because she already said she enjoys getting choked during sex. So she's already clarified that that part of it she's with. But the fact that she now See, oh go ahead. Why do you call it a she? I'm just curious. I don't. I. I, I just. I'm just curious. I didn't. You know what's funny? I don't know why. You know. You know what? Nope. I'll tell you exactly why. I'm not even gonna. You know what? I figured out as you asked me that. I can tell you why. Because for any time that I ever did see anything like erotic asphyxiation in porn, it was normally a man doing it to a woman in the pornography. So that's probably why my brain immediately went there. So, I don't know, but let me let me correct that. The person more than likely enjoys it, but the fact that they're, I guess, escalating to just wanting it without the sexual portion of it, I, I am concerned um, because, like, like, like the friends that, like you said, they have an amazing friend to be like, yo. Hey, listen, there's some steps here because I think, um, I think even with the erotic asphyxiation, it's not the same type of choking that she's talking about now. Cause she's now talking about like some MMA Muay Thai type chokeouts. And that's different. Like that's a whole nother level. Um, you could lose some brain cell. See, we just had somebody in a coma. Yes. Like, yeah. Like you cut off the oxygen to my brain, and then like I'm already special. We do not need anything additional at all. We don't need. I I need. I need to take all my medicines, and I can't. I can't intentionally do it. I can't. I, just choke me for. Listen. I can't. If you if it, I don't know. Listen, I don't have a good rationale for why it can be sexual, but it can't just be for play, play. Like you just can't tap me out. Like you just can't. <laughs> like you, I, I'm tapping and you keep going. Mm. Like yeah, yo, that's that's. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's where it gets to be too much. Like within the con with which within the confines of of sex you know they've talked about it has to do with like you said it does have to do with loss of oxygen kind of makes you feel more lightheaded so supposedly like i guess it's during the same reactions you're having during intercourse you know it heightens it or some stuff cool but if you not getting anything else but your lights cut off i'm confused like i'm i ain't even gonna i'm yeah I can't even just say it's going to irritate others. Initially, that was my thought. But as we kind of keep working through this, it's a jalapeno to me as well. Because what 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 are we doing? Like, see, my my concern then becomes: you said a a friend or a partner. What is this other person doing? Because I know if I'm, let's just say I happen to come over and this has happened. 
let's just say you were having a party and you just felt the need to just get you a good choke out real quick. You know, get, get yourself prepared for the party, you know. And I come over and I happen to come a little bit early. You said the party starts at 5, 5.30. So I show up at 5 and you decide to get choked out at 4.55. And I show up in this 5.02 and you're still on the floor. I'm calling the cops. Yo, I'm I'm calling EMS. I don't know what's going on. Is the other person going to run and go, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. They wanted this. I'm going to back away slowly, get in my car, and I'm calling the police. This crazy person done killed my friend, and they told me that they wanted it. Like, I need y'all to show up armed. Like, this person is dangerous. Like, and then you, when the cops show up, you come to him and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. This was planned. Like, come on, man. I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, my luck would be I go and help my friend choke him and accidentally kill him. Like, no, seriously, they told me to choke him. Like, nah, like, don't nobody sit around and ask you to. No, seriously, they did. Here, it's a, I'm at the video. It like, come on, let's be. I, I'm gonna need some protection. I, I'm gonna need some protection because you yeah. know you would still get in trouble. There was there's a doctor and not Doctor Kavorkian, not Doctor Kavorkian. There was a different doctor who um and i'd have to look it up but he is it was like an assisted suicide that he helped somebody with and it wasn't here i think it was in europe and it wasn't dr kevorkian though i know who that is um but it was another doctor who assisted someone with a suicide this person intentionally agreed to it signed on it everything and the doctor still was charged because they were still arguing that even with a person authorizing and and approving of this that it still was murder and I was just like, yeah, even with you getting, letting me, you know, I'm signing a paper document and you got it on video and I'm saying I am of sound mind and body. I'm giving you authorization to put me in the third and put me to sleep and I don't wake up. You still might go to jail. And I can't, you can't be in jail to be like, hey, man, I accidentally choked out my friend. Like people gonna be like, you lying. Right. You're right. So I, I looked it up. There's a physician convicted of assisted suicide um in in Denmark um and it looks like that he was given a 40 day prison sentence and increased to 60 days and um now he's retired but uh it's still on his record i think they were trying to get it expunged and taken off and all the things i, I don't particularly want to help anybody with anything if you ever watch dexter on showtime um, he helps. He's a murderer. Sorry, but he helps uh, a, a woman die by giving her a piece of key lime pie that's laced. Oh. Like she wanted to die, and like she had been begging him to, and he gave her a piece of key lime pie. She died. I think she had cancer uh, oh, or something, okay. like, uh, whatever. But this it, it makes me think about like. Could you do that for someone? Could you give someone their key lime pie? Again, I ain't choking you out in your kitchen so I can fuck around and go to jail. Like, look, it's perfect. The dentures on her arm and the scratch marks line up perfectly. Like, <laughs> like no, thank you. Mm. But if your friend was terminal or your loved one mm. or someone close to you and they asked you, could you please get me a piece of key lime pie? And again, I think I'm saying it right. Key lime? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Key lime pie. But that's really they're saying, hey, I would like to die. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could do that? 
Mind you, they've got to eat the pie themselves. You just get it for them and and dose it with whatever you need to in order for them to. Could you do it? I, I don't think I could. Um, if I'm if I'm just saying it flatly without even going through the process, my first instinct is no. Um, but I also think of it from the point of view to be like, if I said no initially and I saw the pain in this person, I don't know if my answer would change. Um, and it's, I think it's one of those situations where you're almost, you have to be in the situation to 100% mm-hmm. say what I would do. Because in my head, I say no, but I think if I'm looking at someone I love and care for deeply in that much pain, and they just do not want to be in this pain no more. And it's not a, it's not like a, a therapy thing where they could go to therapy and get, you know, processes and and skills to not feel that way or to help them, you know, deal with it. But if it was just like a medical thing where it's like, hey, listen, there is nothing else that's going to be done. It just has to take its course. And this person's being told they have four months to live and they're just in pain. I don't know, man. That's that's so tough. How about yourself? I think you're right that it is a you got to be in that situation to mm-hmm. decide what you would actually do. I, I I tell myself I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't because I don't want to go to jail. Mm. Like it's not that I don't want to help you, but legit I don't want to go to jail if I like I because it's still murder. Mm. I think. I don't know. I, I it, but but I would ask this though. Like if somehow I got bit by a zombie, we know my ass is turning. Fucking killed me. And like we don't have to have a debate there. Like go ahead and shoot me if like I get re if there's a reanimated corpse of me, please go ahead and do the do the thing. Other than that, I don't I don't think that I could. I don't think and, and I don't think that I could. I don't Nah. Nah. I I don't think I could. Mm. I don't think I could. I, I hope I would feel guilty. But yeah, yeah, y'all, I have like some serious mental issues. I could compartmentalize that shit in a heartbeat if I needed to. I would put that in a trunk and an Easter egg wrapped up in a duct tape, put it in some boxes, corner, and never see that shit again. Like mm. and never remember it. Oh yeah, I did kill him. Oh. Mm. Mm. I didn't I didn't remember choking them out. I was <laughs> They asked me for it. They wanted me to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what they asked for. So I'm interested in those out there listening. Could you give someone key lime pie? If they really really and be like, you know, listen, I there's so much stuff you can say on the social medias, but if you watch Dexter, this makes total sense. Go watch it. But ultimately, do you think you should support some? Could you support somebody in their desire to to end it, mm. and not just temporarily with a chokeout? But because uh, that's weird, go, go get some help. No. But I don't know. I, but if this is the apocalypse, or whatever, and some zombies was coming, and I got bit. First of all, y'all know I'm not running, right? Like we, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fight flight and freeze i freeze i have said it on the show i it is in real life i freeze if somebody comes in here right now 
10 seconds later, my body's going to respond. So I'm going to get eight. I'm going to get bit. We know what's happening. Some, some, I'm going to get it. Like, they ain't coming for me. So go ahead and shoot me. Go ahead. My husband already said he's leaving me. He was like, listen, I'm not going to wait for you. And and now they all into cap- camping and shit. They got only three, like little, three of everything. We got three cots and three. Like, how come it was a set of four dishes, but you only got three <laughs> sets? They don't see right. Like, I feel like I'm being put on the outside, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm just saying. I, I recognize things that are going on in this. They got, they real. Have you ever known my husband to be outdoorsy? No. In the last two months, he done slept outside three times on purpose. Mm. <laughs> hey, brother's becoming on a mountain purpose. man. Scary. I love him, though. And the kids love it. Y'all, let me. I felt so bad for my husband last week. I, I, I'll get out of here. This will be our last little tidbit. Sorry. But it's funny to me. So it was a Thursday, and my husband was dirt tired. And he's like a. One of the scout people, master leader group guys. And so the boy, it's, it's Thursday, and dad's like, Hey, boys, do y'all really want to go to Boy Scouts today? Like, he said it so, like, convincingly of, Nah, we really don't want to go. Boy, them boys was like, Yes! <laughs> yes, we want to go to Boy Cub Scouts today. Yeah! like damn he tried mm. uh, he he tried they love it they love it every week they're there they love it uh, and i'm glad because yeah. they need stuff to love but he tried it sorry baby i know you listen to the show sorry honey i saw that i saw your disappointment mm. yeah i saw your disappointment maybe it, next year <laughs> it pays off in the long run though it does it, it means that you know they'll they'll always have that imagery and that memory with him so that's, that's pretty yeah, dope it, you know what's funny i wish stereotypes weren't true but did you know black fathers are the most involved fathers yes in the united states and so like for me they my boys only see married couples black married couples the dads are involved mom and dad like that's it's so foreign for there not to be a parent uh, a two parent and the only they see they asked about and they've made assumptions we'll talk about that after yeah, yeah 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 uh but they've made assumptions and like we've corrected them but they funny uh but yeah it's it's but okay i know y'all tired of hearing me in my voice so if you like the show subscribe send it to two friends and check out our website at pick truth com, and go to our listener sub- submission page and submit a a um confession of your own if you'd like to be on the show call us we're looking for people to be on episode 81 uh so it's a far ways away but we're doing some planning so if you want to be on the show reach out to us and we might be able to make that happen Oh, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. 